0: It is the Brotherly Love Podcast, Anchor.fm, a variety of podcast platforms, as you already know. John Mita, as always, my guest, I am Joe O'Donnell. Uh, Johnny Mita, I'm not happy today. How the hell are you? Miserable, buddy. Miserable. You know? It's
1: just, to watch that football game and you you watch it just, just get taken from you, it's just awful. I mean... So I'm pissed on one hand, but excited that the Phil's start their next, you know, leg of their journey on trying to bring a championship back to Philadelphia. So I said we get in a hardcore, we just lay the Eagles out, and then we go talk something positive and
0: good, because we all need that more in this world right now. That's for sure. Yep, we do. Um, The sun came up today, but barely is how I would put it. Uh, Just... I'm just so angry, and pray to God the Phillies don't make me even angrier tonight and tomorrow night. Games one and two at Citizens Bank Park, but we'll get there in a minute. Um, Look, man, the NFL is a crazy league, okay? And so that's why I'm trying not to get too worked up, but... Uh, Look, because, look, you see teams lose games every week that they shouldn't, or you see teams play terrible against teams you expect them to beat the wheels off of. I mean, look at the Sunday night game. You know, Bills-Giants. Just a terrible football game. Uh, I was watching the game in London yesterday morning, and it was just a terrible football game. Like, penalties, sloppiness, turnovers. The Eagles, for the last, I don't know, year and six weeks, felt like they were immune to losing games like that. Like, I mean, I guess the Commanders game last year, notwithstanding, for the most part, they have found a way to, even if they haven't had their best, to pull it out. And we've talked about that, like it's a win, right? It's a win. They're not perfect. It's a win. Yesterday was a chance to win a game that you probably didn't deserve to win with the amount of time you turned the ball over. And yet it was still sitting there with, what, two minutes left in the game. They're still winning. And to have it then end up as a loss, I mean, again, if we all at the start of the year said first six games, five and one, six and oh, we'd sign up. But to lose to that team with no Aaron Rodgers, I know it was on the road back-to-back weeks, West Coast, East Coast. Like, I get it. You had a ton of injuries. But with a minute and 50 seconds left, that game was yours. You just couldn't hand it to them and then you handed it to them. And that, to me, is just ultimately frustrating. Everybody wants to kill Jalen Hurts. Yes, that third pick was terrible. And, and as the game moved along, he seemed to get a little, you know, with a lack of protection like most quarterbacks, a little skittish. Um, but, I, you know, he can't do anything other than put the ball in Devontae Smith's hands 30 yards downfield with a lot of room to run if he catches it. That was a huge turning point in that football game, in my opinion. Uh, with second half. The Eagles still hadn't put them away. You know, they're guaranteed points on that drive pretty much if he catches that ball. And he didn't, you know, and that's not on Jalen Hurts. So was Hurts perfect? No, but I I didn't like a lot of the play calling. I didn't like the fact that they got away from the run so quickly. I still hate some of the red zone decisions. And outside of the first 15 plays, I saw almost no creativity. The first 15 were scripted, and there was was motion, there was – um, you know, that that bunch set that they had that uh, where they converted a short third down, like, like, like there was some creativity, there was some offensive, you know, pizzazz, and then it just felt like it was dropped back and pray to God Hertz can make a play, and it just it, they just never got going. Um, I didn't see the missed field goal, uh, it was you know, freaking Canada up here, like you can barely find a game with a uh, TV with a football game on it, let alone like wifi or stream it on your phone. If you're somewhere long story short, I I didn't watch as much of the game I, as I would have liked. And maybe it was a good thing. Um, so I don't know what happened on some of those late sequences, but I did watch the final few minutes and it made me want to puke. Floors yours. It's, yeah. It's um, listen. E- even from
1: the start of the game, you know, they get the gift touchdown. You're like, where they just, Again, it was a miracle. I, I thought it was going to be a touchback or something. I had no idea what they were going to call. Um, So from that standpoint, but they just – when they don't have balance, there's two things I think that are a recipe for disaster when it comes to win and lo- winning and losing a football game. Okay, number one is turnovers. Okay, we had four, they had zero. Okay, that always usually tells the tale of the tape on who comes out victorious. The second thing is balance, and we have none. And when you have the number one rushing offense in the entire NFL and you have a stable of adequate and very different types of running backs, that's a strength in your football team. Now, I get it. Lane Johnson, it's like probably the first running play they had. He gets his ankle rolled up. The good news is there. The report has come out. It's a lateral ankle sprain most of the time that's who that's a sigh of relief when you're talking high ankle sprain that could be anywhere four to six weeks. a lateral is like two weeks. My guess is he doesn't play this week against Miami, which is worrisome uh, considering their defense is really solid. then they get the commanders again. hopefully he can be ready for Dallas in three weeks that yeah, but you, you just like you just didn't make it easy on your quarterback. How many times have we just and, and look at second halves. What do we do? We go on these power drives where we just run the football down their throat. Now, you ask any offensive linemen, is it easier to run block or is it easier to pass block? They are going to tell you they would rather fire off on the ball as opposed to backpedaling and basically the defenders are coming at them full board. Just the game plan was horrible. I know Jalen sucked yesterday. Let's call for what it is. You want to talk oh he's regressing he he couldn't read defenses they they got out coached I mean it wasn't a great coaching performance by the Jets but I'm sorry Nick Sirianni threw away that game listen the Jake Elliott field goal when he had a 37 yarder does that maybe change their mindset at that point they're up 5 points and then the Jets have to get a touchdown to win the game only being up 2 points did that factor in when throwing the ball but the thing that that made this Eagles offense work throughout the course of the season when they were just dominating and firing off of the ball and running in the second half. They didn't do it in the first half. You know, Jalen attempted 40 attempts. When he's attempted to throw the ball, 40 attempts, he's 0-5 as a starter. That's all you need to know. All you need to know, 0-5, when you got to throw, because you're not helping him out. My whole thing is on that last series, the series where he then threw the eventual interception, like it was – They got a two-yard gain. Why not run it again? Then it's second eight. Incomplete pass. Third and eight interception. Why not make it third and four? You know, not third and eight. I mean, then if you get it between two and three yards, who knows? You could do two-two. You know, brotherly shoves, and then you got a first down. At the very least, he should know not to try to force it. He was on his back foot. He stared down Goddard. He locked in. And, again, he was kind of seeing ghosts. He was taking – Jack Driscoll got his eight. Like, once he came in at left tackle, he got – or right tackle, I'm sorry. He got absolutely dominated. So, they need to come up. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to Stalin. you, getting the rookie Tyler Skeen available. Because I'd like to see him at right tackle. And then maybe you put Jack Driscoll at, at, at right guard. I don't think he – Listen, he's a, a lineman. That, it's a serviceable journeyman that can play, you know, a swing offense alignment can play a little tackle, a little guard. But they just got abused. But they, like you said, Joe, the one thing you pointed out, which I love that you said, there's no creativity. There's no imagination with these play calls. Like they had the one play call where they hit Boston Scott. They did a little motion, right? And yeah. then it was like a backside flare out. Boom, Boston Scott gets, like, 13 yards. Like, we need to see motion. The bottom line is this. That they, look at the two teams that have, you know, probably two of the most successful offenses in the first six weeks. You look at a team like San Francisco. and You look at a team like Miami. And I get it. They have personnel. But, n- listen, our personnel is just as good as anybody in the entire National Football League. Why not put Devontae Smith in motion? Why not put A.J. Brown in motion? Do something different. It's just like, okay – like adjustments. The one thing I will say, you know, Sean Desai, it's kind of been a hot cold relationship. He's grown on me. The one thing I like is in the second half, the guy makes adjustments and they are doing their job. The offense is coming up short. And again, I don't know who's to blame. I don't know if it's Brian Johnson just getting just overmatched at this point is Nick overruling with some of the calls. But my opinion when you don't when you throw the ball in third and eight, at that point the Jets were out of timeouts. It's like a minute and 5th they They're out of timeouts, right? So boom, you run the football, you run the clock down, then you use one of your timeouts. Were they right? were
0: they out of timeouts?
1: Yeah, the Jets were out of timeouts at that point, which huh. makes it even more yeah. maddening. Because right. he burned because what he did was remember, he he loses the challenge on the AJ Brown reception. Then that gave him two left. Yes, yeah, so so I missed I missed that too. Okay, yeah. All right. So then he he basically cans two timeouts. Right. Now they have the two minute warning. Boom. So now it's a minute and 50 second, 54 seconds or whatever the hell it was. Then you run the ball. Right. So then you gas down the clock to one second. Boom. Then you call a timeout. Then you pump the football and you hope for the love of Christ that Brandon Mann can hit a ball and he can get it inside the 10-yard line. Now you're going to make a second-year quarterback with pressure, and we were able to get five sacks in the game, so you know our D-line was getting home. You know – and he's a young quarterback, and he's been prone to mistakes. You know, I give the young man credit. Like, he didn't turn the ball over. You know, he didn't lose his football team the game. And then – so then they throw the ball, they get the pick, and it's – and I, I do like the play call, how they just let him score – And honestly, I thought, okay, this is Jalen's time. You know, prove to us that you're the guy. And he just – but again, and then on fourth and eight, they throw a jump ball. It's like you don't have a better play call to get you 10 yards? Like, come on. Yeah. It's just so frustrating. My whole thing is this. If they punt the football and then the Jets march down and they hit some miracle 55-yard field goal and you lose by a point, sucks. But well, listen, you, you put your defense out against Washington. They were able to do the job. So I, I just, it's just frustrating because yeah. honestly, I just think obviously Jalen let him down, but I, I think the play calling. I, I mean, listen, you can't, in a perfect world, in my opinion, you know, you let your quarterback drop back 30 times. Now, first, the other thing is, knowing the injuries on the offensive line, you know, a, a, a different right guard in there, because Cam Juergens is on IR, and then losing uh, the best right tackle in football, yeah. So what are you going to do? Okay, you have a right tackle in there. You know the Jets have a great defensive line. That's one thing. The great. I mean, They're an overall great defense in general. I also think they fell into the trap of, oh, Sauce Gardner is not playing. Oh, DJ Reed. Oh, they're out with – you know, they're out their three best quarters. Oh, we should be able to throw the ball over the yard like we're playing John Madden football. And it just didn't – and they never adjusted. And that's the biggest thing, man. And that's – there's a game we just pissed away. Because yep. that's a game we need to win before we hit this stretch, which is the absolute gauntlet. That you know, and, you get... and
0: the 49ers lost.
1: Exactly. Another reason to just jump a game. Now they have some strict injury. They got some serious injury concerns. I know Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey were undergoing MRIs today. Don't know what that news is, but it's just a it's just a game that you should have started out six and zero because God forbid you drop the Miami game at home.
0: Oh, they're it, I think they're going to get boat race Sunday night. If I'm being completely honest,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, I will say that, but there is no place like home. They're going to unveil the Kelly Green, and 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 here's the other thing. Maybe the Eagles just weren't mentally prepared.
0: I don't uh, think they were.
1: No Aaron Rodgers. We let's just uh we could just walk into this game. Well, eh, I mean, look at
0: look weren't. at look at the guys that were game time decisions or held yeah. out. Like Jalen Carter, probably if that's a playoff game, he injures right. his ankle Wednesday. He's probably yeah. playing. You know, yeah. I think they were looking ahead to Miami, to be quite honest. They thought we nope. could win this game without our yeah. A stuff. And part yep. of me, part of me was wondering. This is when things weren't all falling apart yesterday as the Eagles are actually winning at the time, but very early in the game. And I was thinking to myself, maybe we haven't seen a lot of creativity and stuff on offense because they're just saving it because they knew they were playing a bunch of crap teams early. And it was sort of like the preseason and they were just rolling out the vanilla game plan, uh, getting accustomed to one another, finding ways to win. And when they get to the harder part of their schedule, we'll see some more creativity. Like I was literally thinking that. And now I don't even know what the hell to think other than, really? Yesterday was unacceptable. The way they lost that game was unacceptable, um, and I yeah. want to see what this staff has. I want to see, you know, Nick Seriani yeah. hasn't lost a lot lately, and he doesn't seem to handle things very well when it's not going his way. Gets a little, little childish, yeah. a little emotional. Well, he
1: didn't. Well, he didn't even speak to the team, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, you
0: know, right. But that's a yeah.
1: That's because reason. he's a
0: because he's a child. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen that. You know, the whole yeah. like. And it'll be interesting to see how the team responds because I, my guess is Nick Siriani's a real prick to be around when things aren't going well. Yeah, and cool. it's been going well. So it's all like, ah, we all love each other. Well, yeah. now he doesn't speak to the team. He starts, you know, potentially taking shots at guys or video sessions are more critical. And right. we'll see, sure. we'll see real quick, I think, how this team handles some adversity because they haven't had it in a minute. Um, you know, it'll be interesting. And Jalen, too. This is all Jalen Hurts now to pick up the pieces. Like, he's going to have to be excellent if the defense is as shoddy as we expected to be Sunday night with the lack of personnel they have. I mean, uh-huh. my God, it's like eight defensive backs. Like, I yep. just saw, I read a step. Five teams in NFL history have used as many yeah. defensive backs for the first six games as Eagles have. Five. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So... You know, they yeah, they had a lot of health last year. They ain't getting it this year. So yeah, yeah. they took advantage of the cupcake early schedule. You know, yep. if you're telling me sky's falling right now, I'm telling you this is a 10 and seven wild card team. Yeah. If you're telling me not the sky's not falling, don't overreact. Mm-hmm. You know, I think mm-hmm. they pull together here and uh and they win the division with, you know, a 12 and five. Like those those are the two ways I could see this thing going.
1: No, and and I'm with you, and it's funny you said that, right? If I'm Howie Roseman, and and this has been on my burner, if I'm on Howie Roseman right now, I'm literally calling the Carolina Panthers, and I'm like, what do you want for Jeremy Chin? Or I'm calling the Cardinals, Buda Baker. What is it going to take? Because honest to God, Joe, I think we are one more piece. We need a safety. Like, Reed Blankenship's been good. Went out with a uh, rib injury. Sidney Brown... Like, I think he's going to be good, but he's just not ready. And he's another guy you could throw in the slot. For me, I think you need a good another starting safety. Jeremy Tins playing 50 – for for what reason? I have no idea. But he's playing 55% of the snaps in Carolina. I've seen him at his best. I loved him in, in college. I wanted the Eagles to draft him. We took Jalen Hurts. He's on the last year of his deal. I'm telling you right now, I'm putting in that phone call because here's the deal. I don't want to wait to the trade deadline, okay? I need a guy to get in there right now. He needs to get familiar with the defensive coordinator and the rest of his teammates just so that when you're about to make that that ending run, that playoff run, he's ready to go and he's starting for your football team. So I don't give a shit what it takes. He's got to get on the phone and get it done now. And, oh, uh, well, if you wait, uh, maybe you can get a fourth round and could turn in a third. I don't care at this point, okay? We'll we'll have enough players that are going to leave a free agency and whatever and get compensatory picks. We have the capital. Go get it done. Go get it done because you're missing one other play. And right now our secondary is weak as hell. Like, okay, we got two good corners, right? We lose Maddox for the season. Your slot guy's out. Bradley Roby's still working himself in, but he gets injured. You need to go get a safety, and you need to do it right now.
0: Slay will be back Sunday, we hope. Jalen Carter back Sunday. Yep. But, yep. you know, the injuries elsewhere. Yeah, Cripp- well, it's they're like, crippling okay. against against the league's fastest team and right. highest-powered offense coming in.
1: Right. And, and, and they love motion. They love motion. They love their set They They do a lot of finesse and window dress and try to make you come off your keys. He's exactly right. So, again, another reason to just get a guy in and let's go. A guy that's been – like, let's go. Let's go. Because if not, you're going to need him against – you got Dallas, you got Buffalo, you got Kansas City. We're going to need another safety. Yes, re-blankenship, he has proved to me that he's a starting caliber safety in this league. But we need another one. I'm not sold on Justin Evans. I'm not, you know, many Mo and Jack, Tom, Dick, and Harry, whoever they want to throw back there. Make the call, Howie. Make the call. If you want, I could drop off um, some suggestions for you. Be glad <laughs> when, whatever you need.
0: So, uh, Kayvon yeah. Wallace would be instrumental in uh, keeping this defense together right about now. Your boy that's in Arizona,
1: you know, he's he's playing a lot for him, he's starting for him again. I was kind of crazy how Justin Evans made the team over him, but yep. what do I know? So,
0: all right. So, the birds are five and one, they lose to the yep. Jets 20 to 14. It's miserable. Flush it. <laughs> Flush it is exactly the way to put it. Uh, do they bounce back and beat the Dolphins on Sunday?
1: You, know, I Listen, I, I kind of look at the Phillies, right? The Phillies lose that game on that horrendous play. The guy makes an unbelievable catch. They get punched in the mouth. If this is like the wake-up call, remember last year? They lose that horrendous game to the We Are the Commanders, and then they came back and then they just started catching fire. So – Kelly green home field. I mean, it it really depends. I mean, how wins are, I I don't know. I mean, when Lane Johnson doesn't play, I mean, right now Miami's the favorite, but listen, this is the NFL. They play the games for a reason. Strangers, stranger things have happened. Who knows, maybe we get to Tua and force a couple turnovers. That's going to be the key. Our D-line has to dominate that game for us to have any shot. Right now, it's probably the Dolphins. The, the Eagles are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm leaning I, – I, I can't I definitively say right now I think we're going to beat the Dolphins.
0: Um, I think I they know. they got to put up 30 points if they're going to beat the Dolphins. And
1: that's true, too. No doubt. It's going to be a shootout.
0: You know, if you can – 31-30 – 34-31, yeah. something like that. 37-31.
1: Um, yeah, I hear you. How, how, how brutal explosion. was
0: the missed field goal, by the way?
1: I mean, it's a 37-yarder. You have one of the most reliable kickers in the last five years, and well, six years, seven years, and, and, and just to miss it. It was just terrible. Did he just, miss it
0: by a mile? Did it?
1: Nah, it just kind of a little wide right by like a foot. It was awful. Ugh. Yeah, awful. And again, the little things in the game, turnovers, special teams, special teams have been pretty brilliant all year. And we just, we didn't come up with anything.
0: I just, okay, got to move on. I'm going to get myself upset again. Yep. This is, okay, this is the worst five and one football, the most annoying five and one football team ever.
1: Well, just because, you know, they've played crap competition, and they're like, all right, if this is their ceiling, it's not going to be good enough to get the job done in Las Vegas. I mean, that's pretty simple. Yep. You knew there were going to be growing pains with the, the switching of the coordinator spots, you know, bringing in some new guys. But, listen, the offense has pretty much been intact. I mean, we have the guys. The only other thing I worry about, Joe, is because A.J. Brown wants the ball so much, right, and that's not a bad thing. When you have a guy that's that freaking good, right, you love that, right? You're like, okay, like the guy wants it, you got it, right? So from that standpoint, you're like, absolutely. But then from a standpoint, is it is it kind of hurting your offense in a way, where Jalen finds he needs to press just to get AJ involved when there's guys that are running wide open, like Smith or Goddard or Zakita. You know, you just you just hope that. He just doesn't laser in on one just to make someone happen. How, I mean, how do
0: they fix a Slim Reaper, dude? Something's not right. Yeah,
1: I mean, listen, I love what he said. You know, there's a guy that did held himself accountable. You can put that on me. I got to catch the effing ball. You know, that's what I want to hear. You know, him missing that pass across on that crosser, that guy catches that ball 10 out of 10 times. I know. You know I was stunned. I, I, I was
0: complete shocked. He didn't take he, his he, eye off of it. He didn't no. try to run before he caught it. He no. didn't think he was about to get hit. He literally could have had just lunch booted. after eating that or after yeah. catching that ball. Yeah. He just booted it. Unfortunately, he just booted
1: it, but listen, he held himself accountable. That's what you want to hear. And uh, you know, he he's due for a big game. He's going to have one of those big breakout games. I think against Miami. Now Miami's got some impressive corners. Xavier Howard is one of the best in the league and, Ramsey's still on the injured list, but but they, they got a decent secondary. So they're gonna have their work cut out for him, But I'm sure Xavier and Howard's gonna be following AJ Brown around the ball yard a lot. So it's gonna be, I predict Slim Reaper two tunnies next week and the comeback. So
0: all right, I love yeah. it. All right, let's talk, Phil's let's game one it. tonight. Most of you will probably catch this some point yeah. after game one or game two, but um yeah, Red October, Bubba. How you feeling? Feeling great, man.
1: You just look at this team and you just – you see mission, right? So, you just see they look like the 17 Eagles. Even when Carson went down, you're like, I don't know, for some reason this team is on a mission. They just look dialed in and focus. And they lose that tough game in Atlanta when Cassiano crushes a ball to center field and Michael Harris makes this incredible catch and Bryce is doing – just laying out there on the line just like – you know, he's aggressive, you know. He got a lot of charisma. He should have never crossed second base. But he thought, I have to tie this game. And listen, they made a hell of a play to get him doubled up. I mean, he slipped a little bit. But I love Cassianos right after the game. We got punched in the mouth. There's an epic picture of him just watching the Braves celebrate. I think he might have been the only player in the dugout just watching them celebrate. And then he just took that and was like, it's good. We got punched in the mouth. We're going home. You know, we're we're split, and now it's time to do our job at home. And, boy, did they deliver. The the first game at home, they went on that home run barrage. It was absolutely incredible. But, you know, you asked me a question, right, the moment of the playoffs?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. All right, all right. Don't get get so antsy. All
1: right, all right. So so what I'll say is you just – listen – the Atlanta Braves had a, one of the most prolific offenses in baseball history. They had like three guys that over 40 home runs. Like they were like being compared to the 1927 Yankees. Like that's how good they were. So you felt like any lead is not safe against that team. Yep. And, 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 but the pitching, man, the pitching was for NOLA to have that great start at home. Cause listen, that could have been. Technically, that could have been his last home game he ever pitched at CBP, yep. Um, considering if they had to play game five. But they were both dialed in. Topper's been pulling the right strings with the bullpen. Their pitching was absolutely incredible. To give up eight runs, I think it was, and in, in, in four games against the number one offense that's less than two runs a game to the best offense in baseball, hats off to everybody, and hats off to the bats, the clutch hitting Trey Turner, Castellanos was, as Topper said, an absolute stud. The guy is locked in. You know, wow, what a difference a year makes. Yes, he, you know, he admitted he kind of struggled going to a new team. We all know it's not the easiest place to play in the world, but the fans will get behind you, and the guy absolutely delivered. What are your thoughts?
0: Loved it. Wish I could have watched more. Kind of feel like I missed the whole series because of, you know, work and life yeah. responsibilities, and that was that sure. was hard you know and that yeah. that never gets easier win or lose to feel like you're not there every pitch every snap every moment as a fan it's frustrating um and i know at age 40 something with family like you should be ah, i just put it aside but like i i still get i still get rattled still get yeah. disappointed you know of um course. so yeah great to get have them get the wins um they got it done. You're right. The pitching was—I I never felt for one moment in that series, never felt comfortable because I knew how how they could hit the ball out of the yard. I mean, look at game game two, and uh, boy, they—I mean, they keep Acuna, Acuna hit list in three of the four games. I mean, gosh, the some of the numbers those guys put up in the regular season and then do squat in that series and to beat Schreider twice, who had been our nemesis in his brief time in the majors, yeah. like. I love it, man. I love it all, and uh, I think they have a little bit of unfinished business on their mind. This Arizona team is good. Uh, they they have been perfect in the playoffs, basically. Like they they've yeah. been running through teams that they had no business running through, and they've been doing it on the road. Um, we'll see. I remember, you know, early in the year when the Phils played them, they had great speed uh, defensively, like un- unbelievable outfield. Defense, and yeah. that's going to be a factor in the series. You know, some of those balls that that uh, the fills are hoping to hit into the gap might end up in somebody's glove, and I just hope that the fills go in with the right approach. And yeah. I'm a little, Basically. I'm a little worried, I'm a little nervous about Game One. I am. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean,
1: they've Zach Gallon on the man, a local kid from Jersey, I guess, and. um Listen, he's up for Cy Young. So, yeah, I mean, this is – the other thing is just like you said, too, is this is such a good – they committed the least amount of errors in Major League Baseball. So, you know they play fantastic defense. Yeah, they steal bags.
0: um, And, boy, they hit the snot out of the baseball against the Dodgers of four home runs in one inning. Yeah. Yeah. you know, and that Kers- was sad. And not Kershaw out. Uh, in and the first uh, inning. I've yeah. never
1: seen – I mean, Kershaw, he's not really a great playoff performer, but I've never seen the guy get spanked yeah. and, and get literally thrown out of a game in one
0: inning. So do unbelievable. I don't think they're going to be phased. We have to make them be phased. Um, That's it. And, you know, the other thing is, to like playing with that lead because the crowd is the, is the more into it the crowd is, the better chance the to have a winning. And the best way to do that is to play with the lead, not get punched in the mouth early, down Absolutely. 2 3 nothing We need Wheeler yep. to come out and be clean. We need the bats yep. to get going. Let's put some pressure on them. Uh, make it a miserable experience for them. Uh, Mets. everything I've read is that the depth of the Phillies, you know, rotation and bullpen far out matches what Arizona can offer. So let's of get course. to that bullpen. Let's make it a long series so that they have to use their third and fourth starters, um, which they don't really want to do to be quite honest. The, right? I'll tell you what makes me a little nervous. John meet as I, you know, get to Montreal the other night. And you know, just reading some stuff on my phone, trying to fall asleep. It's like one in the morning. We just get to town, and I read the Athletic. Uh, their predictions from their writers. They I oh, had yeah. twenty writers. Every single yeah. one picked the Phillies, and, and
1: it listen, makes I, me
0: so nervous.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> I hear you, and I think ESPN. I, I, similar to that, somebody's like twenty-five out of twenty-five X, and I'm with yeah. it. You never want to see that, but. Yeah. I and and, that, just, and
0: nobody was taking anything away from the Diamondbacks, right? Like what they've done yeah. has been impressive. You know, they won yeah. 90 games. they They were the best team in the National League early in the season. right They had a, exactly. they had a rough they had a rough early summer months and I, I think I read they lost their last four of the regular season to sort of back in, but they haven't right. looked back since. So um you know, I know the Phils who approach this the right way. It's too big of a moment to not be prepared. And uh, yep. let's just hope they get off to a good start tonight. And look, Schwarber, Bohm, mm-hmm. Scott Marsh—some mm-hmm. guys that maybe we talked about this last year, dude. It's a long yep. run. You might have somebody in the wild card round that's hot, and they cool off. You might have somebody that doesn't do anything till the LCS, and then they're the LCS MVP. That's what Correct. the Phils need. They need to keep that balance going to keep that formidable lineup exactly. Um, with everybody chipping in. So give me your give me your player. Give me your NLCS MVP phil's win and who's the mvp i mean
1: i this is gonna sound listen i just i think it's hard man it's bryce harper's birthday the guy lives for this moment you saw what he did like it's got to be harper man the guy just delivers when the brightest lights are shining and i think he hits at least two home runs in this series so i'm gonna go with bryce i know it's like oh Way to go man what a hard decision no but i
0: like it i'm gonna, I,
1: I just man the guy's just built for this you know he just
0: is and and phil's, you're win, right. phil's win how like I, series
1: series wise my prediction is four one man i just you know I, I could see it going six games but I, I the team's locked in the hurdle was the Braves. you heard national media people talk like hugh douglas was in the press box so a lot of baseball people down atlanta and they literally thought whoever won the series between the Phillies and the Braves eventually was going to find a way to get the whole thing done. And I, I happen to agree with them. I think they're just on that level right now. You see how hard they play for one another. The, the chemistry is there, man. They got some that can't. They got it with that chemistry. And that just can't be taken for granted. The Diamondbacks, it's a nice story. Young, very similar to what how the Phillies turned things around last year. But I don't think they're ready for the jungle, man. CBP and the fans, dude, the fans. Like, it's a, I went to my first playoff game last year against San Diego, Joe, and it was like something I've never experienced. It's like an out-of-body experience for a Philadelphia fan. So, it's nice to get two games at home. Listen, I know the Diamondbacks aren't going to be phased, but if we could go up in this series, we know that we can respond and win some games on the road it'll be hard for them. So, but we got to get off to a good start, but yeah, I'm going with Harper, man. I just think it's his birthday. I wouldn't be surprised if he hits a shot tonight.
0: I got Schwarber as your NLCS MVP. Phil's taken in six. Oh, I like it. Back home. Be, Remember we got the two, three, two, two. We got a two, three, two. Yeah. So I got yep. Schwarber game six. They clinch it to move back on to the world series. And, uh, I yeah, like so that's how I got – that's what I got for it. Schwarber's going to have nine RBIs in the series.
1: Wow. that's That, that sounds like a couple three-run home runs.
0: I love yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah, so we were talking before we started. Yep. What's the one moment so far of these playoffs that you will never forget for the Phil? So I'm just going to phrase it for the listeners. You know, not that uh-huh. you need – not that you need your hand held here, folks, but uh-huh. – you know, last year you got the Bryce Dinger, you had the Reese Bat Spike, you know, JT's inside the Parker. Um, 2008, you had Victorino Salami, Joe Blanton hitting a Dinger. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just countless, countless memory Stares deep into the night, right? Yep. Yep. Things sure. we'll never forget. They will be able yep. to tell generations about. So far, yep. this run for the Phil's, what's that moment for you? The moment for me is when
1: I pulled up Twitter and I saw Castellanos and Bryce Harper in the Colorado Dion gear. Castellanos is wearing the hoodie, Colorado hoodie, and Bryce has got the Colorado Dion shirt. And if anybody knows anything what Deion Sanders has been doing, he tells this thing how people talk trash, and then what do they do? They take it personal. And from that moment, why, you know me, I talk about all these fringe bets. Oh, I should have bet this, God damn it, you know. I should have put money on for home runs for those guys cuz I knew he was going to come out, he poked the bear and those guys just took it personal and just literally I think that was the moment the series I knew it was over. Seriously. Wow.
0: So you, you you're not even going with a play on the field. You're just going pre-game swag from those two. Pre-game just, swag. Just show the mentality.
1: Just show the mentality like, "Oh, okay. Okay. Love Listen. It. I hate to say it, but I'm going to give an analogy. This is going to turn some people the wrong way. But this is what happened. This is so. I'm at Westchester. My brother and I are at a fraternity party real quick. um, Let's just say Mike did something to somebody. They weren't happy with what he did. You know, they fought us. They beat the crap out of Mike and I. They're all laughing at us, right? And they're all laughing. Oh, we can't. And I go like this. I go, oh, that's funny. You guys are laughing now. Wait till I make a phone call. They're like, what are you going to do? I said, okay. I was ready to storm the castle. What (laughs) do I do? I call my best friends from G Hill. Okay. Next night, we show up. We took it real personal. And that was the end of that. And I'll leave the story there.
0: (laughs) How many people did Z-Bird lay out?
1: There were many people laid out, man. It was it was a scene. It was, you know, they they laughed. They made some remarks, and I just told them. I said, you guys are – and, listen, I got the big – I mean, I felt like I got beat up with a baseball bat. I woke up next morning, ribs felt like – I mean, now I was in terrible shape. I mean, there were many people that got laid out. Let's just say, you know, they had to call the cops because, you know. And it was over in three and a half, four minutes. But, you know, that's what happens. That's why when you – when you talk and you can't back it out, things happen. That's love it. can say. But moment, I mean, you know, I my, took it personal.
0: <laughs> amen. My moment so far is a stop salami. Um, okay. Which, by the uh, way, I did call. Yes. Remember, I did call Brunson. Yes, you and Stott? did. I did I call that last people, podcast. I was telling
1: people, you sure did. That was uh-huh. epic.
0: I was, I was leaning JT, but I uh, eventually went stop with the pick. Turned out okay. Both had great games. Uh, JT, another guy, by the way, could be sneaky, sneaky NLCS MVP odds. Um, um, but the, the Stott Salami, man, it just first pitch, the crowd was like that video with no announcers and just the gnat sound of the ballpark. Yeah. You I know, think. his walk up song, the whole crowd singing, it, it kind of the hush comes over first pitch, just blast that thing into the seats. And it was take care, comb your hair. Series over. Yep. Epic no Um, doubt so let's hope we get some more memories my friend uh all right where are you watching game one tonight what do you got
1: i'm just gonna you know take it easy i've been a little under the weather for a couple days so game one i'll probably just watch in the comforts of my own home that way i can yell and curse at the tv it's been i've been watching a couple of the games at home and it's it's been a good formula so far you know how superstitious we all get as fans so yeah going to be taking
0: it in county for sure all right wheels up wheels up we need wheeler to go seven tonight you Keep got a pen fresh and uh, go Phils, go birds, go Phils, go birds. All right, brother. Appreciate you as always. You the man. You got it. Safe
1: travels. Thanks everybody for listening. And let's, uh, let's continue this red October run.
0: It's the brother love podcast for John Mata, Joe Donald. Thanks for listening Till next time. We'll see.